0: Welcome to the Listening Stories Untold podcast. I am Ashu, your host, a manifestation mentor and a life coach. On this podcast, we talk all about the law of attraction, mindset, productivity, crystals and so much more. Each episode has hidden messages, so make sure you hear what's said between the lines and let's dive into today's episode. Today, I have a very, very special guest on the podcast. Her name is Neha. She's a witch, healer, tarot reader, and more than anything else, she is my soul sister. I met her via an Instagram ad, and the first thing, like, her page really called out to me, so I decided to drop in her, like, drop a text to her and ask her to be on my podcast, and that was, like, a long time ago like, maybe in November, or uh, it's, uh, like, I don't even remember, but it was, like, two, three months ago, in July or August, I guess, and she agreed, and she was, like, very kind and everything, so I kept following her, and we talked about all things, like, everything she wanted to, and, like, she's really humble, and she helped me in my journey. I helped her in setting up her business in, like, how to go about designing logos and stuff. And we've become really close over the year, over this like period of time in 2020 especially. And it's funny how like it's not even been a year that we know each other, but it looks like, it feels like we've known each other for long. And she started her, uh, making her spell jars this year. And I was one of the first ones to get it. And it was an abundant spell jar and I really wish this was a video so that I could show you. But first, it smells amazing. Second, the delivery was so fast. I was I was like, oh my god, did it really come that fast? And the moment I got it, I was already making so much money, which I never thought I would. I was like, oh, I made only 2k in September, then I need to work really hard and from 2k in september i went to making uh, 15k in october and then i'm almost about to make 50 50k in november so it's just growing and her spell jars work like amazing but her soul is more pure and i would really love for you to listen to this conversation also if you're a beginner witch take notes it's a very hearted conversation let's bring her on to the podcast Hello Neha. Hello. It's so, like I'm so glad that we are finally talking because yes, yes. We are all busy or I was always busy with something or the other. Yes, yes. But first, okay. of all, thank you so much, Ashu, for you know giving me this opportunity. And I think when we first met, this was the first thing that we discussed. Um, yes. yes, that we will be doing the podcast and it's finally happening and I'm so, so excited and I'm so grateful for this opportunity Thank you for coming to my podcast because I still remember I saw your advertisement on Instagram yeah. and I was this is intriguing so I opened up your page and I sent you a message, do you want to yes, get on yes. the podcast and awesome. since then it's been an amazing journey Yes, yes. since then it's been like close friends, we've constantly helped out each other and we've been supporting each other, but the way it started was due to (laughs) this podcast which is finally happening. Mm -hmm. So uh, can you tell about the tough times that you went through? Because usually I believe that if we go through something, then we come out of it. It becomes like our responsibility or it like it drives that passion to help other people. So what is the thing that like spark that passion inside you um so i would not like to go into details but um throughout my life so i grew up with my grandma right i grew up with my grandmother my aunt and uncle and um, they loved me so much they provided for me and everything but it was always like i was independent you know even as a kid i would do all of my chores on my own i would like um mm-hmm. you know when kids usually um, get fed by their parents i would i would be eating alone so that Mm -hmm. sense of responsibility came from a very young age and um in school too i was like very rebellious so if something (laughs) was going wrong i was like oh it's not my problem oh it's not my issue why should i interfere it got to such a point that authorities actually wanted to remove me out of school because i was always having a problem Every week there would be an issue and they would, even if it was a seventh standard child and if I was a ninth standard, I would be involved. (sighs) So it got to a point that they wanted to actually like remove me from school because, you know, I would always create problems and I would be like a bad influence in their perspective. But in my Mm -hmm. perspective, it was always like if somebody was being bullied, I would go and like stop it. And I would get into trouble for that. So, but then what happened was I was actually good at academics Mm -hmm. and I was good at co curricular activities like debates, quiz and, um, you know, elocution. So in in the batch that I was, there was no replacement for me. So I was actually an asset to (laughs) that school. So that was the only reason they couldn't remove me out of that school every time um, a teacher would like so it's height and we got a remote she's like just always into all of these but the principal would actually defend me but she's a good child she's good at studies she represents our school we cannot do that Uh, so that was the only thing actually that you know um, made me stay in that school but uh, the thing is I was always very friendly with people I was always very um, uh, very friendly very warm I would help people. And that actually got me into trouble because people would always take advantage of me. People would like um, create unnecessary Mm -hmm. gossips about me. But in school, never once I felt bad. Never once I felt bad. So I studied. I did my schooling in another city of Karnataka. And for my plus two, I came Mm -hmm. to Bangalore. It was once I shifted to Mm -hmm. Bangalore. That point of time, I realized all of those gossips and all of those issues actually caused me a lot of trouble. I would like start crying randomly. So in school, I never cried. In school, I was never sad. But when I came here, it started bothering me. And um, even at that point of time, when I was in my 11th, I was in a toxic relationship. And he would like make me feel so insecure, right? Like for no absolute reason, Mm -hmm. he would send me. Um, pictures of different models, different bloggers, and say, look how they are mm-hmm. dressed, look how you are dressed. And you could randomly call me fat. I was what not fat. About I was not fat in my life. And he like, you were like, you've gained weight, you've to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You know, so every mm-hmm. day when this happened for about two years, it was like I would get insecure with the slightest things. Slightest things I would get insecure. And it got to a point where I could no longer handle it. And I broke up, and that was a relief. But um, I had taken up science in college, and that was like one more headache because I've always loved history, I've always loved so- sociology. And um, it was only for my parents' sake I took up science, and I was actually suffering. And since I shifted to Bangalore, I had no friends. Um, I don't have a very close relationship my- with my parents. I took up science, and so everything. Actually, was like, what is happening in my life? So I went from that academically good, very good at co-curricular activities, bubbly, rebellious child, to a very um, academically okayish. I wasn't participating in anything. I would bunk college not to go anywhere, but to come home and sleep. To come home and sleep. Then other people would make plans. I would give reasons to go home because... Mm-hmm. Even now, I'm not very good with groups, but back then I would feel very tired physically and mentally, and I would come home and sleep. And this happened, and then what happened was, um, some uh, again, some other huge issue happened, and I stopped going to college, and I was at home. And that was the point where I realized, no, yeah, this is not right. What is happening is not right. If this continues it'll be very tough for you to, um, you know, get back. It'll be very tough for you to do something. So what I did was um, I started to focus on academics because um, at that point of time, my 12th boards were going on. Well. Um, and I gave my exams and with God's grace, I somehow managed to clear exams. Once that happened, I decided, mm. no, I'm going to fix my life. Okay, And I step by step, I started, be more private. So even though I was in Bangalore, I was still in contact with all of my old friends, including all of, all of the different haters. So they would still, you know, create gossips about me, still spread stuff about me. And um, even though I was not in that city, they were still like, um, just making me feel miserable. They're talking like, oh, Neha is in Bangalore, uh, you know, Neha is dating this guy, Neha is going with this guy, for no reason. And um, and that, uh, so what I did, I started to be more private. I stopped talking with all those people. I blocked them. Um, and I slowly started to like divert my mind by start, by, you know, learning different things. And that was the point where I discovered tarot. That was the thing while like, going through YouTube. I discovered tarot. And then once I discovered tarot, of course, witchcraft came into the picture. And then what, ha- what happened was I took the biggest decision of my life. I decided that I'm gonna delete my account. I'm gonna go missing. Nobody will like know anything about me from now on. I'm gonna fix my life, and I'm gonna be the best version of myself. And it took me two months. And during that two months, I met my man, and um, and then with his help, I deleted my account. Okay, I deleted, left that life. And I slowly started to heal myself. Um, I slowly started to uh, learn new things. I would like, and then I um, talked to my parents, like, Look, I did science because of you, but I'm not interested. Please let me do arts. If not, I'm just not going to listen to you guys. So they let me do arts, and I joined an arts college. I was so excited. Um, So, like that, step by step, I started to make changes. And that day I delayed with my account until today. None of those old people from my life know where I am, what I'm doing in life. Um, And if they see this version of me, they'll be really, really surprised. I love that. And I love uh, the part where, like, you know, everyone needs to have one toxic relationship to understand how much Um, they're going through something or they feel that back-to-back things are just happening wrong. Just take, um, you know, just sit for a moment and think and take that one decision. And that one decision will literally change your life. And that decision which I took was to delete that account. Just deleting, just deleting that freaking Instagram account is what Mm -hmm. made me where I am today. So, um. To the listeners of this podcast, if you're going through something really tough, if you feel that your life is not being good to you, um, just know that you're always one decision away from a totally different life. So sit and take a moment and analyze what is that one decision that you can change to at least um, have better situations in life. So that's all I want to say. That's amazing. It's like that one account exactly, deletion made you exactly. leave that life behind and step into that like powerful witchy exactly. version of yourself. I also love how you, you know, sadly, like, uh, slipped this in, but I'll again mention it so that listeners yes. focus on this that you shifted your focus exactly. by learning new things because sometimes when we let ourselves be idle it's okay to face our fears and yes. ask the tough questions but if we keep sitting exactly. idle we'll go back and to it our past. Like so consciously doing it. I was just like trying to escape my thoughts of trying to escape all the um, miserable feelings that I had and I would just like scroll YouTube and then one day I realized why not like watch a good video on YouTube. So I don't know how I got to that or exactly mm-hmm. how I got to that first tarot video. But somehow, you know, um, watching productive videos, watching people study, watching people excel in life, you know, just watch good shit and you will inculcate it subconsciously. And I really find this very interesting because even I don't yeah. remember how I found yeah. my first YouTube okay. video do. but just I learned tarot. When we are <laughs> ready or when we need to level exactly. up in life so probably this is where your journey started in like witchcraft right When you started learning tarot Mm -hmm. and then when did you switch to spells and everything people who have discovered tarot you know once you discover tarot witchcraft like tags along it's like inevitable it just comes like that so um (laughs) when i discovered tarot i was still very like oh i didn't know actually to be very honest i didn't know like India 2 had tarot readers like I just didn't know so I was watching as a normal person mm-hmm. like you know those pick a card readings on YouTube so I was just watching it wasn't like I wanted to learn or anything but um after two to two to three months mm-hmm. of watching it continuously um my mom told me why don't you do it like why don't you start it I was like what no I, no no I cannot do it like no no I cannot do it but then um I was like fine I'll start to like Um, research about it and that is the point that was the point where I start you know got this research mentality basically Um, so I started researching about it and then it was like wow cool and then I got my first deck um, and then I started practicing on him I created a page where I would do readings for strangers not like a professional just like a friend So that is how I practiced. And witchcraft, again, as I told you, it just tagged along. And even that, it took me a lot of time to even learn a simple spell. Even to learn candle magic, it took me three months. You know, I always had this fear, am I doing Mm -hmm. it right or wrong? And I never had a mentor or any friend with whom I could discuss or any guide. I did have, I did join certain um, servers on Discord, but um, I would not be comfortable Mm -hmm. asking, you know. (laughs) Um so Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I like you know, it took me time to learn. But um once I was sure that okay, fine, let me do it, let's see what happens. And I and the very first spell that I did was um for education, it was for an exam. And it was very simple. I did a very simple petition paper. Um I dressed a little tea light candle, a white one, and I kept few cards regarding education. And um, I just sat, looked at it, meditated, and told myself that I'm going to ace it. And I did ace it. So the whole point is, it's not about doing a wow. very mm-hmm. grand ritual mm-hmm. with all the different things. It could be the smallest of things. But the moment you put faith into it, the moment you start believing that, yes, it will work out. And along with hard work, of course. It's just going to work out. mm mm-hmm. And I really love how you always emphasize on, exactly. you know, hard work, even like when you send me the spell jar and I told you it worked and you were like, this is yes. you working. Yes. Also, uh, you know when you said that I did not yeah. know there were tarot readers in India, for me, when I discovered tarot, I thought that, oh, this is the thing where <laughs> the parrot picks a card yeah, because that's know, what I've had in my head for so long. It would be a parrot or something picking up a card. Yes. Yeah, I see It was like that, but I did not like follow any tarot readers or anything at that point of time. So I didn't know like, okay, there were readers and readers would charge for reading. They would charge per question. I I had no Mm -hmm. knowledge of this. And, like, uh, we had one question from yes, yes. our page, right? Like, people around me have strange yeah. reaction towards tarot readers. How to deal with it. And I guess we are yes, capable of, of answering course. this question now so that we have discussed What do think about, um, think about we start it? start seeking validation, it's going to just get difficult. Because people won't understand. And they won't even try to understand, um, right? Whether it's sometimes parents won't understand. Sometimes, um, you know, just today... Um, mm-hmm incident happening my house help was like asking I was making spell jars so she was asking me like what do you do ma'am by sitting there so she came to clean my room so she asked me what do you do ma'am so I told her like no I mix like these all these different things in a little jar That is all that I told her and she was like oh okay do you sell these she asked I was like yes I do so they are willing to understand it's fine but if they're not don't try to waste your time by making them understand because um, it's just that they won't. Because the way they grow up, the way they have um, gone through education, and you know, just the society around them has not made them capable to understand that. So, so don't feel that why are people not understanding. Why don't they, don't they understand? It's because they. This is all new to them. Mm-hmm. Tarot as is not an Indian concept, right? Mm-hmm. And if we go to explain, it's always seen Mm -hmm. as, oh, black magic. Oh, black magic. So just don't um, go to make them understand. Do it secretly. It's fine. It's not something wrong. Yeah. And uh, if you're listening to this, just to make you feel better, my dad doesn't know what I do. My mom has a clue, but she doesn't understand what I do. My cousin, so brother is like, Why are you doing this? Like they know but but doing this? But I'm doing they actually doubt sometimes. What are you doing? What is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they see God's picture. Okay, whatever you're doing, it's fine, it's fine. I and mean, sometimes I make them understand, sometimes they don't. Some I don't they don't know everything that I do. Um, they know like let's say seventy percent of it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I just had one question from, like you said, you didn't yes, spell yes. for your education. So is it necessary to dress a candle? Like, sometimes people don't yeah. have the oils and everything. And I feel like oils, like I just hate mm-hmm. oil in general mm-hmm. sense because my hands are oily. So is it necessary? I think um, anything in which has different opinions. But if you ask me, it's, it's necessary because, see, I'll tell you. The whole point of dressing the candle is that treating it as a human, treating, if, if I'm doing the spell for myself, the candle is a representation mm-hmm. of me. So when I dress it, when I carve mm-hmm. my name on it, when I carve my details on it, it's like I'm putting myself into it. And that is the only purpose that it serves. It's it's not like a compulsory thing. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't. Some people don't uh, dress their candles. but. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that many experienced people do. And it's something that even I like to do. Like, don't do because other people are doing it. Mm -hmm. Don't do because it's, like, it's famous or it's trendy or everyone does. Just do it if you resonate with it. And if it's something that makes you feel, like, no. So you may not actually um, dress with an oil. It's fine if you don't use an oil. At least, like, carve your details on it. Or, like, add some herbs on it. Stick Mm -hmm. some herbs on it if you can add mm-hmm. some glitter whatever works for you whatever mm-hmm. makes you feel like yes that candle is me and yeah that's the whole point of it yeah, I really like yes i like uh, uh, this is the best yeah. thing about like stuff. you, do your, thing, you do your thing exactly. it's always right to you feel good mm. and also like you said you know you did not know yeah, that yeah. tarot card feeders like charge yeah. to ask the question so what was your first payment like like what did you receive it for and your reaction? Because I've seen so many like yes. memes on Instagram now that when a small business receives a payment, they're dancing and everything. So, um, when I first received my payment, it was rupees one fifty, um, by a person who wanted an astrology reading, astrology based reading. Um, so, so what happened was he reached out to me and he was like, "Hey, I want a reading. I don't fine. And then he was like, "How much do you charge?" But till that point of time, I had no idea that people charged. I had no idea. And when he asked me, What should I pay? I was like, Wait, oh, I have to tell him some amount. What? what should I tell him? And the number that came into my mind was 150. I did not see how much effort I'm putting, what's the energy that I'm, you know, putting. I did not see all that. It came to my mind. I told him, He paid, I did the service, he loved it. And my first, I um, you know what, till then, till that point of time, I would do it for free, right? So it, so it would not bother mm-hmm. me so much. Even if they didn't resonate with it, I would feel like, fine, I'm going to work more. I'm going to do well. But once he paid me, it was like a mm-hmm. huge responsibility. Um, that what if he doesn't like? What if he doesn't resonate? Right? So I was happy. Yeah. Wow, it's my first payment. And on the other side, I was nervous as well. I'm still nervous. Let me be very honest. Before every reading, I'm always nervous. I'm always nervous. Um, Before, on the very first day of all of my courses, I'm always nervous. But once I receive that review, once I get that review, um, I feel better. It's never like now I'm very confident. I don't feel scared. It's like I'm an expert in this. I never have this. It's like I'm always scared. I'm always nervous. But it somehow works out every time, I think. I love that, and I also like I have had this problem so many times, and yeah, I have made yeah, up prices yeah. on spot so many times. <laughs> also, uh, there was this yeah. question from another person, like how many times have you unhexed till now? And I would also like to know what like uh, this whole thing yeah, is so about. Unhexing basically can happen for can be done for various things. Suppose let's say somebody has hexed a family somebody has cursed a family or um it it is one more form of protection magic basically um so it involves so you Mm -hmm. uh, suppose let's say i want to do unhexing with a candle with candle magic so you do your regular candle magic setup okay and then of course you will uh, focus more on Mm -hmm. herbs uh, that are for protection you use a black candle um you anoint with um you anoint with regular almond oil or if you have protection oil you can use that so you make petition paper or whatever and then uh, but the thing with unhexing is it's very energy draining it's very energy draining mainly because when someone mm-hmm. um, hexes and someone hexes they do it with the protection of their deity right suppose if someone has mm-hmm. um, done something to me and I want to hex that person I will be taking the help my deity so to for someone to break the hex that i've done it's like going against my deity right so if i'm unhexing Mm -hmm. i'm going against some form of energy and that energy will try their best Mm. to like you know stop this or to stop this from happening Um, sometimes it's divine energy when it's divine energy right it isn't that very draining Mm-hmm. it isn't actually that very draining but when it's okay. something evil then um, it's it's gonna, it's just gonna haunt us for days and it's like sleepless nights so I don't take that so till now I've only unhexed six times um, and it's, it, it, it's a it's a bit lengthy process um, ideally done at midnight it's very witchy very spooky <laughs> um and very scary as well like you you get certain sensations like you have to protect yourself and everything so if you are a person who is interested in unhexing please um take make sure you have good form of protection you have casted a circle you have cleansed everything um you you are in the right of, um mm-hmm. energy and make sure you're not disturbed right so, yeah, that's mm. why, that's why that's it's, important. yeah, if you're disturbed, it's fine. But in unhexing, what happens once you've casted a circle and if you're trying to, like, get up and go somewhere, it's like breaking the circle and breaking the circle mm-hmm. is like, um, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but you have to start at some point. And, like, and- Yes, exactly. I was I had this question and I've seen you post so many times like on your birthday mm-hmm. as well, you worship yes, yes. this goddess, right?
1: Um, I forgot Marikamba. the
0: name but like I would love yes, how did you like figure out that yes? Um so Marikamba is basically my so yeah, I um I'm from a city called Panwasi. That's my native, that's where my dad is from. And, um the goddess of that place is Maritama, basically and um when I was born when I was born every time we would go to Manavasi, we would go to that temple and I would always ask grandma like, why is her face so red so Maritama is basically another form of Shakti mm-hmm. okay um, like how we have my source Germanvi how we have uh, other different uh, forms of she she's also a form of shakti i would would always be wondering why is her face so red why why is she so fierce and i would see um you know being very devoted to her but i would like to treat her as a friend i would like Mm -hmm. um you know i remember once my grandma had given me chocolate and i was like do you want it like take it so Right from childhood, she's in my life. And I've never treated her like, oh, she's a goddess. I have to be very scared of her. I have to be very devoted. I've only mm-hmm. seen her as a mother figure. So even now, if I want something, I don't like ask with devotion. I ask her <laughs> if I'm blackmailing you. Like, I'm blackmailing you. You either give me this thing or I'm not <laughs> going to talk to you. This is how. But I do have like immense respect. So since I've seen her as like a child, it it, it, it was there since... um childhood and um, now when i now as an adult as a witch who worships deities, i respect her now actually i respect her like in that goddess form and i um so yeah that is how i um worship her so she's been there throughout my life and as a mother figure who has always protected me from everything and was always giving me everything i asked her and who has always comforted me when no one else even knew what was happening in my life. So that is how a deity comes to you. That is how they connect with you. And it, when it comes through, just respect that connection. Um, just start by doing little things. And treat every deity as your friend. Treat every DT as a person. You would go to for advice. You would go to, to share your feelings. And respect them, um, believe in them even when things are not going right. Believe in them, and as a matter of respect, give them little offerings. It could be flowers, it need not be expensive stuff. Go and pluck flowers and give it to your deity. It could be little fruits, it could be anything. You need not like, um, give extravagant things to them. And it's like if you already. Talk to Neha, just talk to your goddesses and gods, like you talk to Neha and come to the, her for advice. So do you have any interesting experiences during casting your spells? Like I've read some of them on your profile, but I'd like you to share some.: Yeah, yeah.: um, more like, I would like to share certain experience while talking to people. I think they mm-hmm. are more horrific. And they're more exciting than doing spells. because. um, So basically, I love candle magic, right? That is what I do for my clients or for myself most of the time. So at this point, it's like my mind goes into that um, candle magic mode. And everything goes smoothly and it's done. If I have to do some other form of magic, that's when the actual effort comes into place. So candle magic has become like a regular thing for me. Um, But... Few of the experience I would like to tell so um, I would I want to share this actually so there was a girl who texted me like her boyfriend left her and she wanted mm-hmm. to manifest him back so I told her like um, look sis I'm really sorry for that but it doesn't happen like that you have to move on so she was like uh, do you even know about manifestation I don't think you, you even know about manifestation because we can manifest anything oh, we God. want um, do you know this person on YouTube? He told that we can manifest anything we want. He has real skills. You don't have real skills. And I didn't go to um, you know further discuss with her. I just blocked her. So the whole point is, yes, we can manifest the things that we desire. But there's always something called as right and mm-hmm. something called as wrong. So even though we love a person, even though we are finding it extremely difficult and they have left us, they've gone for a reason you cannot manifest them Mm. it's that simple so that is one experience um and one more experience was this police officer who happened to text me at 11 Mm -hmm. p.m at night um telling hi i have a problem i was like okay sir i didn't i was like okay sir i didn't know he was a police officer I, i was like okay sir let me know what's the issue so he was like um how do i trust you I told him, sir, I don't charge for consultation. I still don't charge for guidance Mm -hmm. or to talk to them or anything of that sort. I told him, sir, you can share your thing. Um, If you want, like, we can proceed. Or if you just want some Mm -hmm. advice, I can give it. He was like, no, how can I trust you? I told, sir, there are reviews on my page. There are feedbacks. You can go and check them out. So he was like, "Uh, oh, anyone can have (laughs) feedback. So I was like, "Uh, fine, sir fine, sir, um, if you don't, if you know, if you don't want to believe me, um, you can actually like, it's fine, we can like, not do this, and you can like, find some other reader. And he was like, okay, I'll trust you, tell my girlfriend's name. I was like, what? And A, I'm not a psychic, I've never put up on my paper, I'm a psychic. Um, so he was like, okay, tell something about my girlfriend and my relationships. I asked him date of birth, at least give me mm-hmm. date of birth. And um, he didn't give. He was like, I won't give. Just like that, do it. So I was like, see, I'm not here to prove a point. I could have done it. It's not like I cannot. But that's like trying to prove a point to him. And I need not prove anything to anyone, right? So I wanted to do a reading and like show him. But then my mind mind told me like, no, Neha, leave it. He's not going to understand. You need not prove anything to him. And um, I blocked him. I'm so glad you one more. So for all the, yeah, for all the different tarot readers who experience this, when people come to you yeah. and try to um, question your skills or when they like um, ask you to prove anything, don't go to prove anything. You need not prove anything to anyone. If they are believing you, let them believe if they don't want to believe you no. let them go um, yeah. and i guess you already yeah. answered that your favorite type of magic is candle magic so now can yeah. you tell me like what's the difference between magic and magic with a k yes so um it's very simple i think um so magic m-a-g-i-c is performing arts like all the different um, card tricks that you see on TV, all the different children magicians that you see, that is magic, M-A-G-I-C, mm. okay? performing arts. What people come on TV and do this to come in our school mm. and everything, right? That is magic. M-A-G-I-C-K is what witches do, right? What we do, what spells we cast. Um, MHEIC is always about occult, it's about witchcraft, it's always about supernatural things. So that I is that. also um, just one more question related to this, then we'll shift into the time management part of it. But who are the people that inspire you? Yeah. yeah. Um, I love, I love my community. Some people from my witch community, which of course includes you, Ashu. There are some people who really inspire me to like work hard, to be productive, to believe. And whenever like I'm sad, I open certain people's page and I just go through that page. That like creates a certain kind of um, calmness in my mind. And it also gives me a lot of motivation. So apart from my community, I think um, it would be via Biceps mm-hmm. on Instagram. I love his podcasts so very informative and he's such a good go-getter and um, he is an inspiring story as well and i love his spirituality and motivation videos um second would be heart evangelista so she's a philippines Mm -hmm. actress um and she's like super super rich but the class that she has the kindness that she has um class is not always it's not about your dress it's not about which branded dress you're wearing which perfume you're wearing nothing about that but it's about those little acts of kindness. It's about the way you walk into a room. It's about your confidence. Mm-hmm. It's about how well you can understand others. It's about how well you talk with others. So all those things I learned, I learned from her. And the third one would be Gorgo Paldastri for spirituality. I think um, I, lo- I, I love his videos. I love his teachings. I've inculcated a lot in my life and uh, yeah so these are my top three people i like that and uh there was this one another question from a person saying that how is that possible that we are healing everyone around us but when it comes to us we fail and i believe you can really answer this question because you've been helping so many people and sometimes it becomes Yes. yes yes so when we help others when we guide others even as a friend we are coming from a place of love we are coming from a place of empathy um we are coming from a place of understanding right and that is why we we can help others we can guide them we can give them advices it's so easy to help Mm -hmm. others right but when we try to help ourselves we are coming from a place of doubt we are coming from a place of fear from insecurities so we are coming from this place of all of these negative emotions which are always there in our mind when we try to help us it's like you're trying to do something, but there's also a contradicting emotion in your mind. There's always that. That always happens. It's like you're trying to manifest something, but there's always mm. doubt in your mind. It's like you're trying to leave a re- relationship behind, but there's always insecurity, there's always fear. It's like you want to take up some, you want to start a business, but there's always fear in your mind. You see, there's always contradicting emotions when you want to do something in life for yourself so until and unless you don't work on those and that um happens when you of course do shadow work yeah. i think ashu is a post on shadow work if i'm not it wrong. is coming up i don't know how you predicted that neha but i don't know i always felt you you have that post or something i don't know it's in my it was in my god, mind. i, mind, but, um, I even, wrote I it today and told my manager post. post on shadow <laughs> god now it's freaking me out <laughs> Yeah, so um, look out for Asha's page for that post. And I don't know when I'm going to be doing it, but there's a lot of information even Mm -hmm. online. So shadow work is extremely important in spirituality or in witchcraft. You just cannot miss that step. You just cannot. You can miss everything else, but you cannot um, uh, neglect shadow work. And once you start doing shadow work, I think you will slowly start to not have those contradicting emotions in your mind. I love that. And let's come to the important part of it, which I would also love to know, because Neha always keeps saying that she's not an organized person. Now she is. I. That is the reality. And I don't trust <laughs> you on that because uh, she's managing her business. She's managing her academics. She as always posting... I am bunking. I'm she's not always going. posting a picture about doing her beauty ritual. How do you manage this so I think um so I started on Instagram when lockdown mm-hmm. happened, or at least do just a bit before that so um I mean when I started doing I started that page when lockdown mm-hmm. happened actually, but started doing all the. Paid stuff and what you see today is from ja- um, mm-hmm. July. It's from July. So what happened is since my college is not there, we need not go to college. It's always online class. Uh, it's like I've taken up what I love. So I've taken up arts, right? Something that I love. It's not that I have to like um, sit and study or sit and attend class. But the thing is, they're not taking attendance. So that's like a bonus uh, power. Yeah. Uh, So that is like one biggest blessing that I have. So. <laughs> For people who keep asking how do you do so many things it's because i don't go to college regularly. i go on alternative days um and the things that they record the class and like upload mm-hmm. it so it's not like i'm missing out on something so that is like a blessing when actual college starts you will see that i won't be doing anything <laughs> <laughs> but the second thing is i think um A, you have to at least have like a routine, which I don't have. Like, Ashu has a great routine. She plans out everything. So either you have to be like this or you have to be mentally uh, prepared or you have to plan mentally. I do a lot of mental planning. So when I get up in the morning and when I go out to ground myself, I always go out um, in the morning right after I brush my teeth. Um, It's during that time that I ground myself. And while coming back to home, I plan Mentally, okay, first I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this. Okay, since I'm super lazy, I set deadlines. Mm -hmm. So let's say I took up 10 jar orders today. I'm going to give them a deadline. Like I'm going to ship them day after tomorrow. Now that I've given them a deadline, I have no other option, but I have to do it. (laughs) So I'm that kind of a person. I set deadlines, whatever works for you, right? Some people are super dedicated, super on time and everything. But some people are not. People like me, basically. (laughs) So you have to set deadlines. You have to do mental plannings. You have to prioritize things. Right? Earlier, I would do tarot readings. Tarot reading would take up a lot of my time. But now it's my courses. So my first priority is my courses. Second, um, now it is spell Mm -hmm. jars. Um, So I'm not taking up spells. So this is what I do. I don't do multiple things and like you know make myself feel drained i do two to three things and i stop one currently i'm not doing spells so you see that is what i do so these are the tips that i can give i like that and for the part of where i am being like all organized and everything i'll blame it on yeah. my virgo sign <laughs> so, um <laughs> I'll say some words now. We'll do a rapid one. And also you asked about beauty yes, ritual. Yes. I didn't actually tell about it. So yeah, um, my beauty ritual is the only thing that I'm doing properly. Yeah, that's the, probably the only thing that I am taking very seriously. Because um, the thing is that I'm noticing that I'm, when I when I pamper myself, when I'm happy, um, I can get more work done. Uh, and I can manifest things more equally quicker so th- this is a manifestation tip right here when you pamper yourself when you love yourself it's like you're creating this bubble of joy this bubble of um, empowerment which the universe will notice so so what I do basically is earlier it used to be very simple now that I'm adding a few more things um, I just like I first like create a space by lighting up a candle lighting up an incense and keeping some crystals. Um, based on intuition, I pick up some random crystals and what I do is, I apply a face mask or like a sheet mask and I tell positive affirmations when applying it so I tell I'm beautiful and I'm attractive I um, am really pretty so what is the thing, Ashu, is throughout our life, whenever we stand in front of the mirror, we always point out um, to the flaws. Yeah. Right? We always point out my eyes is not looking good, I have so many pimples, my hair is not looking good, my nose is not good, my smile is not good. So it's like you've trained your subconscious mind to believe that you're not beautiful. You've trained it, let me mm-hmm. tell you, throughout your life. Now what you have to do is to reprogram it. You have to retrain your mind to believe that yes, you're beautiful. And how do you do it? Like every single day when you brush your teeth or when you're washing your face for 2-3 to three minutes, Tell yourself that you're beautiful. Wow, my eyes look beautiful. Wow, my smile is really good. Wow, my skin is healing. It's clearing. So when you do this every single day, within two to three weeks, you'll start noticing changes. So that is what I do when I apply my sheet mask or my DIY homemade face pack. Um, And then what I do is, in a bucket of water, I do add some salt. Um, You need not, pie salts. You can just add your regular kitchen salt. That works as well. Um, You can pluck some flowers and add it. And then I um, add some essential oils. And then I call upon a goddess. So I call upon uh, Aphrodite basically Mm -hmm. most of Mm -hmm. the times. And I just call upon her. I uh, welcome her with gratitude. I thank her um, for all that she has given me. And I um, seek her blessings and I tell her what's in my heart. I tell her this is what I wish to you know, attract from this beauty ritual and um, I thank her and then I start basically, I start bathing basically and um, yeah, that's about it. And when I come out of my beauty ritual bath, I actually feel very empowered. I feel very calm. It's like all of the stress that has accumulated throughout the week has gone away. So I do it every week and um, you can do it on new moon. Let me tell you, here's a quick tip anything that's beauty related please do it on a new moon it's like um, it's just gonna multiply things Mm -hmm. and if i have to give a very quick beauty spell um just in a pan of water add some rose petals and please make moon water Mm -hmm. make some moon water add it um add in a pink himalayan sea salt and add in rose petals okay Boil it for five minutes and go and cover it with a glass lid and go and keep this under the moonlight on a new moon, right? Let it be there throughout the Mm -hmm. night, but you have to collect it right before sunrise. This is one extra work. Collect it, bring it down, add it into your bucket of water and take bath with it. Do it every new moon and oh my goodness, it's like, it's the best i love that and also uh you are the person who told me that take care of your feet and they are like controlling exactly the and exactly. Uh, i just realized now that i don't really take care of them so i guess I have to the most people there. don't most people don't uh, many were dming me like oh thank you so much i should not take care of my feet even i used to, used to not then I have started scrubbing it, I've started to apply moisturizer, I've started to like massage it. Um, you know because that is from where you stand. That is the, like it's like the roots of mm-hmm. a tree. It, so if you pamper mm-hmm. it, it's like you're pampering your entire body. So if you're taking care of it, it's like you're hugging your entire all of your different organs and pampering it. So please take care of your feet. Oh Mike now. I'll be saying um one, two, three, four, five, five words. Okay. Okay. And you have to say whatever thing that comes to your mind first, okay? And the words are nice. Yeah. So just like um if I'm not gonna say color, but if I say color, maybe black comes to your mind, so you say that, okay. Okay, got it. Let's start. Goddess Aphrodite magic. Um Magic, um, magic, magic, candle magic. I were gonna, I gonna, gonna say that. Fear, fear, fear. Um, I think my ex, <laughs> crystal, crystal. Um, black tourmaline. Okay. Future. My man. Oh my god! That was so. I just can't. <laughs> that was so amazing (laughs) but like do you mind elaborating on your future plans like in general not just related to the rabbit Uh, okay okay um many people do ask me this but i think uh, i don't have like great plans it's just that i want to finish my graduation i I of course want to take my page to different Mm -hmm. levels and help and like build a really good community my own little community where um, everyone grows, everyone flourishes, where everyone is happy, and where no matter what happens in life, they are capable of, you know, growing through it. That is the space that I want to create um, with all of the people that are following me. And um, of course, graduate and like do my post graduation. And that's all that is there in my mind, actually. I don't have like great plans, but yeah, just like. Um, evolve as a person learn a lot of different things be more calmer and um, be more wise and be more accepting and be more forgiving that is what i want that's it and let's wrap this up with some tips for people who are just getting into the craft like what are your suggestions Please don't follow 101 witchy pages, 101 tarot readers. Please don't do it. Please don't. Including me. Including me. I'm not telling followers. But including me, please don't follow very limited people. Be very wise about what kind of content you're consuming, right? Don't let people throw 101 different opinions on your face. Especially if you're learning things on your own, right? When I was learning on my own that's why i would not like follow people basically because then there would be different opinions and i would get confused which is right Hmm. come with research mentality and come with patience because it took me three months to learn candle magic um it took me three months to even like build something so and now i teach my students in one week you see so if you are here to like learn things quickly you want everything to be served you if you want everybody to you know keep helping you no, people will help you when you ask them but not everybody is free right um yeah. of course you can take up courses mm-hmm. and everything but if you want to learn on your own you have to have a lot of patience it's going to take time to learn things it's not going to be easy and come with the mindset that you want to grow in life come with the mindset that you want to leave every toxic thing behind don't come in and don't want to like don't try to be a witch to. Learn some spells to get your ex back. It, it will really not work, let me tell you. No matter how much money you spend on courses from whom you learn, it's not going to work. So come here with good intentions only for you. Come here for you. Don't come here to, you know, learn something for somebody else. And come with a very calm mind. Come with an accepting mind. Um, be grateful, okay? Um, keep researching. Every little thing, is so much available on the internet. Please keep researching, even if it's a small thing. And keep practicing. You can go wrong one or two to three times. But when you keep practicing, it's like you're mastering it subconsciously. And um, witchcraft is not about doing elaborate rituals. But witchcraft is believing in yourself. Witchcraft is having faith. Witchcraft is being kind. So there is no point if you're not kind. There is no point if you are not kind theres no point if you are not um you know, being helpful, you are just not a witch. So have all of those different things in mind. And all the very best to everyone who wants to be a witch. And yeah, that's all. I would like to elaborate on that, getting an ex back part of it. Because like I've had so many people tell me that, oh. Will this spell help me to manifest this? And will this course help me (laughs) to manifest my ex back? So I usually tell this, yeah, totally. If you manifest someone who is not right for you, maybe you believe in it so much that the person comes back. But since you went against the free will of that person, you might go through some trauma because that person might not keep you fulfilled. Yes, even if you manifested yes, that yes, person, exactly. he's not going to make you that happy. And then maybe you broke a breakup and then that guy is with someone else and now you're hurting yes, even the more. Thing is 99% you won't manifest. There are some cases where the person comes back, but it's not going to be like the way you want it to be. It's going to be more traumatic. It's yeah. going to be more traumatic, in fact. thank you so much Neha it was like such a fun conversation and like I had so much like this is the longest we've ever talked yes I'm looking forward to more such long talks Yes, we have not for the podcast we have to (laughs) yeah but thank you so much Ashu and thank you so much for everyone who's listening to it this means a lot to me hope you learned a thing or two and always know that if you're going through something things will be better just focus on yourself um, you know, be a hard worker, believe in yourself, love yourself, pamper yourself, um, be, be around good people, um, surround yourself with only positivity and don't let anyone ever make you feel bad or miserable. They just don't deserve you. It's that simple. Perfect. Thank you so much. Neha. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It means a lot to me, whether I was with you on a walk or just boosting your mood while you do your daily routine stuff. If anything that I said today resonated with you, feel free to drop a review to me on Instagram and find much more content that will inspire you. You can find me at Listening Stories Untold and see you next week with another wholesome episode. Until then, Don't forget to be intentional.